Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmet of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Hi, Dan and Jim here with the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. And today we're going to talk about a lot of information that we think will provide you a lot more feeling of security as you move forward, especially if you're in retirement or getting ready to retire. And today the topic is going to be financial truths. And we're going to talk about this because there's so much what we call fake news out there. There's so much misinformation about money and finances that it really is no wonder why people are so confused and worried about their money. The truth, though, is almost like a big slithering snake. It's hard to grab and something you might not want to hold on to once you find out about the truth. Uh, because many people can't handle what they find out about their money because they've never been told the truth. And that forces them to keep making mistakes. So we always tell people to ask yourself, you know, can you handle the truth if you're given the truth? And we find most people can. It's just they've never been given the data. And we think giving people the proper data allows them then to make the right decisions with their money. Um, and I always like to start with that one financial truth, Jim. Um, there's people on the radio, and I hear them all the time, and some of our clients even tell us that they laugh at what they hear. And there's one guy that's out there saying, I would never sell my mother an annuity. And first of all, um, He's not saying what type of annuity it is. So maybe he shouldn't be selling his mom a certain type of annuity. But if you look at what some annuities provide people, such as guarantee they won't lose principal if the stock market crashes, income guaranteed for as long as they live, regardless of performance or the stock market crashing, in most cases, some very low fees compared to the other assets. Why wouldn't you want to give your mother those benefits? Is it that he doesn't love his mother? You know, what's the deal? You think that we'd want to help our mom not worry about their money so they wouldn't have to worry about big losses, so they wouldn't have to worry about running out of income for as long as she lives, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the problem, Dan, is that uh, the marketplace um, is twisted with the information that's delivered on annuities because there are many, many annuities that we don't think are in the best interest of clients. So, as you mentioned, this particular person didn't mention what type of annuity, but many annuities we don't like for those reasons that he may have thought in the back of his mind. Yeah, but if he would have said something about, well, you know, maybe not a variable annuity, we'd probably agree, yes. but it's almost like they're throwing you know, fuel, gasoline on a fire just to get people excited in a negative way yeah. versus teaching them how things work. Yeah, well, you know, there's a big Ken Fisher on television, on CNBC. He comes out all the time and says the same thing. But he, you have to look, you have to follow the money. You know, where are you making most of the money? And, and quite frankly, assets under management, um, money that we're managing in our firm and other 
firms are managing. Long term, you make more money off of those types of Well, and it makes your company worth a lot more at the same time. So, you know, when you look at three buckets that we advise clients to put money into, which will be cash money in the bank or liquid assets, money in the stock market and money in annuities, when you look at those three buckets, each bucket isn't good or bad. They're just different buckets that do different things. And if someone tells you having money in the bank is bad, they're really not looking after your best interest. If someone tells you having money in the stock market is bad, they're not looking after your best best interest. And if someone says having money in annuities is bad, they're not looking after your best interest because these are just tools. And in some cases, you'll use all these tools to put someone in a really good financial position. Yeah, you know, we often tell people, you know, forget about the name annuity because annuity has a negative connotation for all the reasons we've discussed here previously and things that you probably have read on your internet and a lot of annuities aren't in your best interest but if you could find a financial product that did the things that dan mentioned in other words uh, you have lifelong income that will never quit you are linked to a stock market index but you're not in it you're artificially linked so you have no market risk ever which means that the market goes down, you can never lose money. If the market goes up or the index goes up that you're linked to, you make a percentage of the gain with no risk at all. And when you pass away, um, whatever money's left in your portfolio or in your accumulation bucket, uh, they don't keep. It goes to your beneficiaries. And most importantly, in the event you live a long life, and let's say the performance in the indexes is not very well over many, many years because the market doesn't do well, If you happen to run out of money because you're extracting income out regularly, uh, the insurance companies on the hook contractually to pay you for as long as you live. So does that sound like a pretty good deal for an asset class? Well, even more so. Let's go back to what you just said, all those things. And now let's look at a mom. And let's look at 2022. So let's say this one guy's on the radio saying, oh, I would never put my mom into this type of plan. Well, in 2022, let's say he kept that mom in a diversified portfolio that supposedly was conservative, 60% stocks, 40% bonds. Okay. Now with that type of portfolio in 2022, he would have told his mom, oh, you're protected. Don't worry, mom, you don't have that much risk. And yet mom's portfolio probably still went down by about 25% yeah. between what stocks and bonds did. So how is mom feeling now that her son told her, oh, this is conservative, and now mom has lost 25% when if she would have had that bad thing this one guy calls an annuity, then she would not have lost one penny. So yeah. if she had a million dollars, do you think mom would have preferred to lose 250000 or mom would have preferred to lose zero? Well, real simple answer to that question, right? But again, Dan, we're income planners, and we're choosing assets based on what the clients are trying to accomplish in their retirement years. And income is a big consideration because that's why they save those assets so they can convert those assets into income. And so we have to ask the client, would you want that income to be guaranteed for as long as you both live, or do you want that income to be maybe income that can go up and down with the stock market? The client gets to decide that. But once the client understands how these products work and how they're integrated together, and making sure you don't put all your money just in one of those three buckets, you divide it appropriately, and you look at the annuity as a separate asset class producing certain benefits, then when you bring all this together, it starts to make really good sense for the the clients. Well, you know, what you just said is perfect because what does mom typically want? You know, if you think about your mom or let's say you're the mom, what do you want? Well, you probably at this point, you're either in retirement or getting ready to retire. You don't want to suffer a big loss. Number one, okay, if the money's in the stock market, like this one guy's telling his mom to stay in, she's losing money. Mom wants income, and she doesn't have to want to worry about the income stopping, decreasing, being changed because she has a lifestyle to live. She has all those cruises mom wants to go on, right? And we like our moms to go on cruises. We like her to do the things she wants to do. Well, if income deviates or decreases or terminates, it completely screws up her lifestyle. So again, that's not a son that really is showing to care about your mom when they're saying, this is not something you want. 
Well, again, the advisor doesn't know what he's really saying or he's doing what's in his best interest, not what the client's best interest. And often, a lot of these advisors don't have that level of skill set. They've been in the accumulation stage of providing advice for the last 40 years or 30 years of their career, and they've never really entered the income generation phase of trying to protect clients' principal against risk and also generate income. Definitely. Well, I can tell you, I love my mom and I did sell her an annuity. Say it again. I love my mom, and I did sell her an annuity, and it's one of the best assets I think she could have had, and it worked really well for her. Um, So let's talk about now some other things. Let's talk about financial truths. And financial truths, again, there's so much misinformation out there. But right now, the reason we started this talking about annuities is it's one of the assets we can use to significantly reduce people's risk, retirees' risk during retirement time period. And right now, if you're like most retirees right now, you are taking far more risk than you think you're taking and far more risk right now than you should. And we can show it specifically just by you looking at your statement last year for 2022 from January 1st to December 31st, 2022, and look at how much you lost during the time period. And I bet it's far more than you thought you should lose, even if you had a conservative portfolio like 60% stocks. 40% yeah. bonds. You know, Dan, you're ap- absolutely right. Uh, and you also have to understand the stress that people go through when they have 100% of their money in the stock market. Because what happened last year, not only did stocks go down, but bonds went down about the same amount. Uh, so when you look at the stress and the fact that you're losing your accumulation of your portfolio and you're taking income out at the same time, you have to look at how income planning should be structured um, over a lifetime. And that's why we do use income products for the income side. We don't want to give up the growth. That's why we use assets under management, stocks and bonds with our stop loss technology for the other bucket to make sure we have proper balance in a portfolio. We're going to talk about stress when we come back from the break. So make sure get back here right away. Um, we're going to talk about an individual, a lady who was wearing her Apple watch when we were discussing risk. And we're going to tell you what happened to her heartbeat. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. You are tuned in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. All right, you're back with Dan and Jim, and we just finished the first segment of the show talking about stress and the stress that taking too much risk will cause you. And I mentioned a little teaser that we're going to talk about a client, and we had um, a client and her husband come to a dinner workshop we did, and we were discussing stock market volatility, risk, what's happened since 1929. There have been 16 time periods now that we've had losses of 20% or more, which means every five years. But um, this lady, really nice lady, came up to me and she told me afterwards, she said, I can't believe it. I'm a nurse and I wear my Apple watch because I monitor my health and I have really good health. But as you were going over the risk that's associated with the stock market. As you were going through specific data and details that I know were true, I've been really worrying about my money lately. But as you were talking about this, I looked at my Apple Watch and my heartbeat 
skyrocketed to 100 beats per minute. It was as, it was as if she was working out or being chased by a monster, Unreal. Jim. Unreal, but that happens to so many people, and a lot of people kind of just put it, push it under the mat. They don't want to think about it, uh, and they, you know, following that adage, staying it, staying and staying it, don't get out, and hopefully the market comes back. And you and I, Dan, do believe the markets will come back eventually, but how much pain do you have to go through while the market's going down, and how much time does it take to recover those losses is the big question. So that is why, getting back to why we use three buckets at our firm, is because we need to mitigate that risk, knowing that the stock market is always going to be volatile. And you have 20 or 30 years in retirement, you're going to see market downturns much greater than we saw last year. You're going to see downturns like we saw in 2001 and two, where the market dropped by 53%, and 2007, eight, nine, where the market dropped by 57%. Well, and that's not us saying no. it. That's some of the biggest pundits in the financial world. Some of yeah. the biggest financial firms globally are making those statements. We're just regurgitating them, saying, yeah. hey, here's what we read, because a lot of clients don't want to go out, and they don't want to see that type of data. Yeah. We have to provide that data so you know you better be protecting yourself. Uh, here's an article just this morning. I read J.P. Morgan, a big Wall Street firm. It came out in Bloomberg. It says the following, a risk-on mood fueling this year's equities rally is likely to falter with headwinds from bank turbulence and oil shock and slowing growth poised to send stock back toward their 2022 lows, according to J.P. Morgan strategists. So that's just one article. We get these all day long, whereby people with these major banks and institutional firms and institutional traders and private equity firms they're all worried. Well, I think it was Grantham, Jeremy Grantham, who he always you know, is out there looking for you know the bear market news, things that he has to tell that he thinks the market will go down. But I think he came out a couple weeks ago and said he thought the S&P could go down to 2,000, which would be 50% lower than it already is now. It's already lower than it was last year. That would be an additional 50% loss inside yep. the marketplace, which is just scary. And I think it comes down to then finding out opening your eyes to the truth of where you're at. And you might have really low risk, but you probably don't unless you have it all in the bank. And then at that point, you're not keeping pace even with inflation. So the first thing to do to find out how much risk you're taking, the truth is to have a risk analysis done. And, and it's very simple. Uh, we have clients, they'll come in that aren't our clients yet. And they'll say, hey, I need to find out how much risk I'm taking because you know I see my portfolio going up and down. And I think it's just too much for me right now that I'm retired. And my advisor says, I'm conservative. Don't worry, I can't lose much. Everything will be okay. Even if it does go down, it'll come back up. The market always recovers. And I kind of believe that, but I'm still scared. And I notice it's affecting me, my personality, my health, my sleep, my relationships, etc. So how do I find out how much risk? Well, it's very simple. Clients basically just give us their most recent statements, um, whether it was end of first quarter, whether it was February, whatever it was, but the actual statement. And the statement then will have all the different assets that they have on in their portfolio. We then will use two software systems to calculate a, out two things. One, their overall risk in their overall portfolio and how much they could make and how much they could lose. So it gives them the truth, how growth oriented it is, but then how much risk they're taking for that growth. And the second then, if they have a lot of funds in their portfolio, which most clients do, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, index funds, we will do a total fund analysis of every single fund they have to show the risks, the fees, how much turnover there is, how they rank, um, what was the biggest loss they've ever suffered. All the stuff people want to see, it's really easy to present. It's a lot of work on our part, yep. but that's what every single client needs. Well, there's no way you can build a retirement plan. There's no way you can build an investment plan or portfolio allocation plan unless you have that data because then you're just guessing at it. And for someone to tell you that, if you tell your advisor or you're on the internet and you're trying to figure it out yourself, 
And if you think you're a conservative to moderate investor and you place your assets in a 60-40 portfolio, which is 60% equities or equity funds and 40% bonds or bond funds, you have a 38.52% risk factor, which means that if the market goes down by 50%, you're going to lose 38.5% of your money, which means if you have a million dollars, that means you're going to be down 385000 When you actually understand those numbers and, and you act, the math is actually done for you by a research company that we pay for, we pick up all this, you start to say, hey, I need to understand these numbers so that I don't suffer a $385,000 loss. But the problem is people don't know they're in that situation. In fact, they think opposite. They think there is no way they're in that situation. 95% of people listening right now are thinking, there's no way I'm in that situation, Dan or Jim. I don't have that much risk. And guess what? You're wrong. You're wrong. You have that much risk. Give you a great example. Vanguard's, one of Vanguard's most popular portfolio is their 60-40 portfolio. The balance fund. Yeah. If you're if you're 60, 65, or 70, that's the type of portfolio they're likely going to put you in a 60, 40 portfolio. Last year, the S&P 500 was down 19.85%. The Vanguard balance portfolio was down 19.1%. So you have to look at the facts and say, yes, that did happen. And if you have that portfolio, you were down that much. Well, and then think about it. What if you had that portfolio and you were using it to take out 5% income? Now you're not just down, and you paid fees, you're not just down 19%, you're down 25% as far as the total value of your portfolio, and now you're going to try to take out another 5% of your original 100% next year, which means you're taking 5% of 75, yeah. so you're taking an even bigger percent, you're taking yeah. 6 or 7%, and it's like what they call a house of cards. Yeah. It's going to crumble. It's going to fall. I don't know if you ever built. That was one of my favorite things to do when I was a little kid. Dominoes. Build the cards as high yeah. as I flipping can build them. So I'd yeah. build like eight story card things. Yeah. And, you know, kids are amazing because when you think about it, the, the best part wasn't building. The best part was when you trashed it and it yeah. went all flying down. Then you have this big pile of cards. You had to start back up again. Like, but like the stock market. Every time you don't have that. Every time or time you can't, you don't have the time to build those cards back up, right? You, you have to protect them. Um, I had a um, client that we were talking to and gentleman came in and was a teacher and he had his portfolio statement from one of the big brokerage firms, which you would know the name if I said it, but he did this little simple calculation that showed how much money he originally had five years ago, how much extra money he has contributed and it showed what his value is now. And guess what the value was? Very little. It was, no, the value was what his original value oh, was oh, plus dude. what he contributed. There was no growth oh, for yeah. five years. Yeah, no, I and, and he calculated it out, and of people. Are, he was amazed. He's like, "It's exactly what you talked about at the workshop, Dan. Exactly." And I'm like, "I'm going to go check this out because I know I've had growth." He didn't have any growth yeah. at all in the portfolio for the last five years, even though it's supposedly being managed, even though everything is supposed to be looking good. And he was just amazed and shocked. He said, "You know what? I thought you were just giving a lot of hyperbole and just being, you know, exciting up there." He said, "But you were just telling the bottom line, black and yeah. white truth." Not that he didn't have gain over five years. His cumulative gain was zero because he had gains and losses. And when you added up the gains and losses, he had no money left. He had no gain in the end, right? And that happened to millions of people. about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. Call right 
right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250, keyword money. That's pound 250, keyword money. It's time to get back to the show. Once again, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're back with Dan and Jim on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, and we're talking about financial truths, and we're going to give you one simple one. It's called our golden rule of 5 to 10%. This golden rule, Jim and I created it, and it states, no matter how much the stock market crashes, even if the stock market crashes 50% or more, your total portfolio better not be in a position to lose more than no more than 5%, and if you're aggressive, up to a maximum of 10%. So if the market crashes 50%, you don't want to lose more than 5% typically, but up to a maximum of 10. We find 95% of clients coming in right now, if they're allowed to pick how much risk they want, which we help you decide how much risk you want to take, they don't want to take more than 5% risk, Jim. So if someone had a $3 million portfolio and you did a risk analysis and it's easily coming back where they have 40% current risk, mm-hmm. which means they could lose $1.2 million. If we can get them down to that 5% risk, their risk is now $150,000. They still have risk, but we've reduced their risk by almost 90%, yeah. basically. Yeah. And the way we do that is, again, getting back to our three buckets we mentioned earlier in the show is that you have to divide the money up strategically and understand how those assets are going to behave in both good and bad markets. I'll give you a simple example. Let's just assume you had a million dollars to invest. And let's just assume you bought into our three-bucket analysis. And let's assume we did a risk analysis for you, and you had a 60-40 portfolio, you'd have almost a 40% risk factor, which you would, which means that the market goes down by 50%, you're going to lose close to 40% of your money, which is about 400000 And let's assume we restructured the portfolio, and we put $100,000 in bucket number one, which is the bank. We put, let's just divide the, the rest of the money up. Let's say we put $450,000 into our stop-loss technology-driven um platform where we manage stocks and bonds and funds. And let's say we put the other $450,000 in the guaranteed protected bucket. And let's assume we did that. And a week after we did that, the market crashes by 50%. Well, on the $100,000 to bank in bucket number one, you lost no money. On the money that you had in the market, let's assume we had stop losses in place, which we do. And let's say you were down 10%. That means you're down $45,000 on $450,000. And the other 450000 in the protected bucket means that you're down no money at all because you're fully protected. So $45,000 over a million dollars, you're down 4.5%. That's how we structure these portfolios. So 4.5%, just a summary of risk, if the market crashes 50% versus the 40% loss if the market crashes 50%. Now, we're not saying having that 40% risk is wrong because when you were young, you should have been taking the risk to try to get the higher rate of return. But now that you're at retirement or five years before you're going to retire, we can say that is wrong. And what's right is to reduce that risk down to that four and a half percent rate, because what you're doing at that point is transitioning from what you started at, which is stage one of retirement planning, which is called asset accumulation. When you're working, you're making a salary. You don't need to use your assets for income. You'll use them at some point in the future, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you can suffer losses. You're okay with the volatility. And more importantly, you have time on your side. Once you get within five years of retirement or you're in retirement, none of those things are the same. You're not going to be making a salary any longer. You're not going to be saving on a monthly basis. You can't have volatility. You can't have big losses. And you don't have the number one thing that you need to recover, which is time on your side. 
Exactly. But people think when they put money in that guaranteed bucket, they're not going to even make a rate of return. It's just an income bucket. That's not true. Um, you do have an opportunity to have a rate of return. You are linked to an index, a stock market index. Well, how about then? Maybe maybe uh-huh. in, maybe implement this inside of what you're talking about. If the stock market since 1996, every 15-year time period has only averaged S&P 500 has only averaged a 5.07% gain per year. So you shouldn't be expecting any more right. than that. Now use that as you're talking about the potential for gain inside of those plans. Right. And you have to buy into those numbers because it's just math. It's research. Um, we can give you the data on that. We can take every 15-year period since 1996. We can tell you the average rate of return for each 15-year period. And there were 13 of those periods was 5.07%. That is the data. So if you had an annuity during that period, you probably would have earned somewhere between 3 and 5% and you took no market risk and you had guaranteed income. You may have earned less, yes, but that's okay. It's just an asset class that's performing differently. Well, and what happens is I think people, people while they're marketing just the stock market are going to use bad data, fake news data, and they're going to say, oh, the stock market will always outperform. Well, in a really good year, the stock market might earn 25 or 30% yes. in a really, really good year. But in a bad year, think about this. If in a good year it could earn 25%, in a bad year it can lose 50%. Yes. What about in a good year? What if an annuity could earn 10%, but in a bad year can't lose anything? That's right. Think about what that would do to how you feel about your money. And people say, well, it sounds too good to be true or da-da-da. It's not. It comes down to you're going to give up some rate of return to completely eliminate the downside. Um, the guy that came in yesterday is a teacher and he's a really smart guy. And he said, you know what? When you can invest money and not lose any principal if the market goes down and make a gain, it seems too good to be true. I said, well, it seems too good to be true, but it's not because you can't make the full gain. You make a percentage yeah. of a gain and it's just math. Yeah. That's all. It's just math. Yeah. You're going to reduce your potential gain to eliminate your risk, which is what a lot of people want to do right now. Yeah, The key is that, number one, you have to become educated from a firm that understands these different financial instruments. Number two, you have to identify precisely what you want your money to do for you. Number three, you have to determine how much income you, and if you're married, your spouse need for the rest of your life. And number four, you have to realize and understand how much risk you're willing to take, how much money you're willing to use. And then number, the last point is then putting together a plan to incorporate all these ideas. And if you do that successfully, you will end up with a plan that's going to work for you. Well, and the key is to feel comfortable. Clients came in last week and one of the big comments they make made was the reason we're working with you is that your whole philosophy is how do we, how does Peak, how does Dan and Jim, how do we help people that are either retired or getting ready to retire, how do we help them worry less about their money? And they, these clients said it about five times. They said, that was our whole goal. We wanted to worry less because we're worrying so much about losses, about retirement, about income, about taxes, everything. We just don't want to worry anymore. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. 
You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. You're back with Dan and Jim in the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. We're talking about some financial truths. Um, let's talk about this one. This is more of an emotional one, but I think it's great to talk about because I've seen this switch a lot for people. And a financial truth is it is very dangerous, extremely dangerous to just let one spouse take care of and then understand or supposedly understand the money. And I'm seeing, you're seeing so many more couples coming in where one spouse, typically in our age group, the um, male has taken care of the investments. Um, the wife maybe is taking care of the budget. So they both have big jobs to do, but they kind of separate you know, the duties. But one of them, you know, supposedly understands the money. The problem is if only one understands the assets, the other doesn't understand the assets and the spouse that understands the asset passes away. Where does that leave the spouse that doesn't understand the assets? More importantly, how much really does the spouse that says they understand the money and the assets, how much really, Jim, do they understand the money and the assets? Well, really, and I hate to insult anybody that's listening right now because many of you, and I get it, many of you want to take control, you want to manage the money, um, you think you can do it effectively, and you probably have during the early years of your career whereby you were dollar-cost averaging your investments and you picked out some stocks that really worked well, and we get all that. But as you age, you better get advice from somebody at least to make sure that what you're doing is on track. And if it's not on track, you should at least consider what those alternatives are because there's a good chance uh, you probably don't understand all the different financial instruments out there and how they work together on an integration integrated basis to make sure that your plan is going to work now that you're getting the late 50s or 60s or 70s because you can't afford to lose what you've earned. Well, when the couple comes in and they've almost both resigned themselves to the same thing, and that is if the husband's taking care of the money, the husband res- says, okay, I understand the money. Wife, you don't understand the money. The wife says, okay, hun, honey, you understand the money, and I don't understand the money. They resign themselves. To that, and you cannot let yourself be in that position ever. You both have to understand your money. And I think one of the things that kind of is the undercurrent is, and guess what? If you don't know about your money now, you won't know about your money, and it's impossible for you to understand your money. And that's not true. What we find is when couples come in, and they go through the entire planning process. By the time we get done, they both are fully aware and both fully understand the planning process. They understand their assets more than they've ever understood. And what we find out is, let's say one of the spouses has not taken uh, part in any of the money management up to date, and it's been 35 years. And now they do as part of a plan. The wife, by the time we get done, will know as much about the assets as the husband does when we get done with the planning process. Yeah, I know, but the listeners right now, I, I know if the wife is listening right now and she hasn't been active in the money management and the investment strategies for the last 30 or 40 years, she's saying to herself, that's not true. I know nothing about it. That's okay. 99% of the people we meet with don't know anything about it. And our job is to educate you, not with one fell swoop in one meeting. This is a process we go through to make sure that you understand what you're doing before you do it and that we have a plan in place to accomplish all the goals that you've identified. Well, here, we here's why, though. You. Think about it. No one knows about their money. Nope. How many clients really know about their money? I'm going to give you a quick example, then maybe you, you can talk about what this really means and how you've seen it. So I had a client come in a few years ago, and really smart guy. I think he has his MBA in finance, was a VP in the finance industry, had over $3 million of assets saved, young, I think in the 60s. And he was the one who took care of the money. And because he worked in the finance industry, the wife said, honey, you take care of it. She knew nothing about the money, literally. And 
when he came in, he said, well, I have to admit something to you both. And he goes, I almost canceled this appointment before we came in today. And I'm like, why? And she's like, why, honey? I thought we wanted to come. He said, we did. But then I started feeling anxious and anxiety because I knew I was going to have to admit something in front of Dan, but worse in front of you. And she says, what's that? He says that I really don't understand our money. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing the best I can. And I've been doing what I've been told and what's been recommended. But I really don't understand our money. And this is a guy that probably worked at a billion-dollar company, You know, had a huge budget, had a bunch of employees, knew finances at the company level, but didn't know anything about their own personal money. Well, that's one person that's being totally honest, Dan. But you have the other side of people that come in, and they don't want to admit that. And they know down deep they really don't understand their money, but they're never going to admit that. The key to this whole process is what it's not just they don't. Through. It's not that they don't want to admit it. I don't think they actually think they can even really understand their money. Well, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But they can. Everybody can understand your money. I mean, Dan and I have spent, you know, our careers putting together um, this planning process so that you become educated about your money, about the different alternatives, how to put together a plan that's actually going to work for you. And people, I don't think, understand, Dan, what a plan is until they go through our process. A plan is a is a phenomenal – I mean, it'll change your life. Well, people think their plan – is the statements they get every month or every quarter from their brokerage, from their 401k, from their advisor, because every time they go and talk to these people, they say, let's review your plan. And people are like, oh, I have a plan, like Dan no. and Jim are talking about. That's not your plan. No. That's just a statement of your account. It shows how good or bad the account has done over the last month or three months. That's not a plan. A plan will put everything about your money in writing. It'll, do, it'll show how much income you're going to receive from what sources for the rest of your life, how much tax you're going to pay, how much risk you're taking. The fees you're paying, how much you can possibly leave your beneficiaries. All that in writing now provides a plan, Jim. Yeah, exactly. And until you actually see the process and you actually get to feel how this is going to make you lower your stress and to reduce your worries, this plan is something everybody needs, Dan. Do you worry about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no-obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. Call right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250, keyword money. That's pound 250, keyword money. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files California Insurance License Number 0F06511.